Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, and welcome people to another episode of Dude and Monkey. I am Lord your co-host, Mark Foster. I am joined by... Uh, Becky, hello everybody. And... Uh, Ian Loring. I'm fucking... You're fucking? No, no <laughs> this... My MacBook has only got one USB-C port. And I've got... I, I kind of... I'm a little bit worried about the MacBook running out of juice, but the USB-C port is plugged into the mic, so I might have to switch to my AirPods later to record, so if my voice quality goes down, that will be why. There we go. It's an AirPod. AirPod, the little fingers that you put in your ear. Oh. Yeah. Are they the wireless ones? They are the wireless ones. They sound quite snazzy. I quite like some of those. Sorry. They're very um, good for they're, they're very good for um, for running, but you do have to be careful about not losing them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, episode two hundred and sixty. Uh, it's myself steering the ship on this one. Uh, we have a main review of Hereditary, uh, the most recent horror de jour of the world. Uh, yes. So it's 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 that hot shit right now. It's the it is the scariest movie ever made yep. uh, of all time. Of all time, yeah. Yes, uh, yes. People have literally shit themselves, died, become back to life to just shit themselves and die all over again. Uh, and that was just in the opening credits, which I don't remember. Um, we've got some trailer chats. Uh, we've got some news and some bits have happened uh, and we've got some what we've been watching which we've got some I know we've got some interesting stuff to shout out for what we've been watching this one um, and is there anything else I'm forgetting guys follow us on Instagram because you guys are doing some fucking good hard work on the old on the old Instagram yes guys here's up on Instagram it's just doing the monkey uh, on Instagram there um um, we'll try, I just post some kind of like fun, interesting stuff on there. Um, plus, it gives you a little insight into what's going to be uh, appearing on the show. So, I don't know, if you want to watch along every now and again, uh, that can, you can kind of like give you the inspiration to go on there. Um, so, before we get into trailers, we always do like to do news. Um, so, today it's been announced that the, I think it was today or yesterday, that they're actually going to put the, the Star Wars stories uh, on hold for the time being and just focus on the next episode and the next trilogy they're going to do. What are your thoughts on it, that? Isn't it just super sensible? Doesn't that just make sense? It's just like, right. The film about young Han Solo didn't do as well as we thought. So do you know what? The film about fucking Boba Fett, maybe that's not the best idea. And, you know, I mean, I think a film about a young Obi-Wan, especially if you and McGregor was playing him, might have some sort of interest. But again, you and McGregor's not exactly the hottest shit in the world. You know, and they, they've tried with like a younger cast and whatnot with Solo and that didn't work. It just, I think it just makes sense. Yeah, it, it does. It makes sense because the thing is, it's not like there's specifically one announced at the moment to kind no. of to go with. I think it's more that they've gone. It, the thing is, it would seem a shame a, a little bit that this really interesting idea to kind of to, to broaden the universe to a to, to a bigger audience. Because yes, there's a, there's a broader universe out there, and I'm aware of that with things like the Clone Wars and all of these, you know, the separate bits that shoot off from it. But you've got to, you know, if you want to get into the Clone Wars, you've got to go and you've got to watch like 30 odd hours of Clone Wars. It, 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 
it's not. It's a commitment. Yeah, it, yeah. it's a bit of a yeah, commitment. Yeah. So with, with this, it's a little bit like it. It almost feels. In one way, you can look at it and say, "Yeah, it's very sensible," and it is very sensible. And I can see it absolutely from that point. But I suppose there's another point to look at it. Uh, they've kind of gone right. Well, fuck it. It, 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 you're all going to bitch and moan about it. We're not going to let you have this. You know, both that maybe you wanted that. Fuck it, no. Well, I, I, I don't know. I wouldn't say that. It is just they're thinking sensibly and going, right, if a they young Han Solo film struggles to break 400 million worldwide, which is fucking insane that is, that is, thing has made as little as it has, then, you know, what chance does the Boba Fett film of even doing fucking 200 million? That's not what it's about, though, Ian. It's about art. <laughs> about storytelling <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well no okay. I thought you said the arse and I was like yes it is about the arse it's about Boba Fett's arse yeah. um, I, I don't know it just yeah. I mean, I mean we've, we've talked solo quite a bit over the last few weeks it was just it was a failed fuck up and that's not the film's fault no, they marketed no, it really badly yeah they marketed it really badly and they released it at a dumb time yeah. yeah. Ian, can I pose a question to you? Go on. Right. Go back around two and a bit years, right? If I'd have said to you two and a bit years ago, right, that Deadpool 2 <laughs> would make almost as much in its, or if not even more, I think maybe, in its opening weekend, in just its opening weekend, than the Han Solo, sorry, than the Solo movie would make in what it seemed like it might be its entire fucking run, what would you have said to me? Yeah, I know. I mean, I would I, I would have called you an absolute idiot. Like, there it's would have been quite a lot of swearing involved. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, even though I think it, it the solo underperformance has rather managed to um, hide the fact that Deadpool 2's not been doing as well as Deadpool. Um it never was going to do as well as no, no, I suppose, but I, I wonder if Fox are a little bit disappointed with how that did. A they little wanted, bit. They wanted it to do 600. What's it at the moment? Uh, Deadpool 2 is currently at... Because they already said it, there's no way it's going to match what the first one made. Uh, it is at just shy of 700. Okay, fair enough, yeah. All right, I'm, I'm probably talking out of my arse then. Over two movies uh, that have cost so far, the two movies have cost... What, like 160? 160, 170. Yeah. Have made 1.5 billion. <laughs> yeah, fair play. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. It's... It, it, it's been interesting this summer and it kind of feels like it's going to start ramping up again. Like I'm, I'm very, I'm very intrigued to see how Mission Impossible does. So fucking psyched for that movie. Yeah. That's the best trailer I've ever seen. If there was, I said this year in the cinema, didn't yeah. I? They should bring in a special Oscar for best trailers and actually just fucking win it every year. It is an awesome trailer. You love that trailer. I fucking love that trailer. Every time it comes on, I'm dancing in my feet, like, excited. I'm so excited for that movie. And I'm excited for, like, the rewatch that has to happen prior to it because oh, obviously yeah. we have to watch all of them in the run-up to Do it. Do we have to watch all we of them? We have to watch all of them in the run-up, yeah. Have yeah. we... Did we do 
We did do a full rewatch, yeah. We did, full... didn't we? That's a shame because I wouldn't mind doing that again as well. There's uh, no reason we can't. Oh, let's well. Oh, let's do a commentary. Fuck yeah, let's do. Which one? Oh, let's. Should we do like a? How many are there? There's five that have been out so far, haven't there? Yeah. Fucking old as well. Right. So if we would like, Twitter allows four votes. Yeah. So here's a production meeting right now. Then. So <laughs> let's cast one aside now. Ooh. Because I would have said three. That's interesting. Would you? I, I really like three. But the thing is, I think two would be more interesting to talk about. <laughs> there is more to talk about in two, yeah. Becky, what are your thoughts? I can't even remember which one's which. I just get really giddy when I'm watching them. And two's, two's cruise with the fucking long hair and Tandy Newton. Yeah. You just hate Tandy Newton, though, don't you? I think everyone hates Tandy Newton. Hmm. Hmm. I'm not for. I'll watch any of them. I'll commentary any of them. Oh, fuck. All right. I tell you what. We're gonna have to put out two polls then. Which one gets included in the final four out of two and three? Yeah. And then we'll Which do the final it? poll. How's that? And then we'll do a commentary. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. I'm, I'm done with that. Yeah. Um, so, is there been any other news, guys, that's, that's happened? That I've just totally fucking missed. I've forgotten about. I'm <laughs> the wrong. I've been in a stressful work bubble for the last two weeks, so I can't really uh, comment. I'm trying to think if anything else happened. I don't think there has, has there? Must have been. Something must have happened. I know. Okay, let's, let's go trailers. Uh, Ian, uh, what, what trailers have you been catching this week? Right. I fucked up on trailers quite substantially last week. Because <laughs> um, you know what I forgot? And I realised a couple hours after, I was like, oh, I'm a fucking dickhead. Well, only. My boy Damien Chazelle's new film. Oh, First Man. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't fucking talk about First Man. What First Man last week? I don't think so. Wow. I'm pretty sure I was paying attention. No, I, I, don't, I don't think. I, Becky's just said. I don't think we did. You're not. No. All right, cool. Yes. First Man, Ian, go on. Like, that fucking image when it's Gosling looking out the window at, like, the Rocket Lords or whatever, and, like,. The whole thing's shaking, but his head is, like, just staying in place. Fucking, I was pretty much ready to whip my dick out right there, to be honest, folks. i got to say. Um, it, 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 the, the mad thing is, if, if this is as good as it looks like it could be, that's a hell of a three films on a bounce. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, the, the thing is, it looks like it's going to be, like, the most traditional story that he's done. But yeah, it looks like it's going to have, like, some of the most cinematic flair, even though La La Land was pretty fucking cinematic flair-y. Um, but, oh, by the way, La La Land, right? It was three ninety nine on iTunes a couple of weeks back, and they just upgraded it to 4K. Anyway, and Sicario. Sicario's 4K on iTunes now as well. I'm going to be fucking watching that this week. Um <laughs> You you two need to fucking get on it, like seriously. Do, yeah. Just treat yourselves. I'm gonna do. Just We're treat. Just not looking. <laughs> treat yourself. I'm, I'm, I'm the wrong person to talk to about that. Really, I, I'd still quite happily watch VHS. Don't really bother me. I'm, I was sat in the bed watching Bond on BBC One. And he comes downstairs and goes, "What the fuck are you doing? What, what standard definition? What what are you doing?" And changed the channel and told me off for about the next ten minutes. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I think I said, what the fuck is this bullshit? Yeah, yeah, you did, yeah. Uh, I spent, when I first got a Blu-ray player, I spent 
maybe 25 minutes alternating between like the blue the like the blu-ray of wally in hd and then somehow i can't remember how but setting it's a standard death and trying to explain to donna like <laughs> can, can you see can you see can you see can you see and was she like no no you, been... not really like and the thing that convinced her <laughs> the, the first thing that was like oh yeah all right i can see the difference strictly come fucking dancing on bbc one <laughs> hd <laughs> Like it's it's the same with 4K now. It's like I'm watching the World Cup in 4K and the grass. Fuck it, the grass. Oh my god, the grass. And, and it. Oh, it's lovely. So vivid. It's the greenest <laughs> grass you've ever fucking seen. Um, and Don, and again, Donna in fair play is just like, I, 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 yeah, cool, fine, good, <laughs> whatever. You know, it, it's. I understand. It. It's infuriating. I understand. <laughs> Living with me is infuriating. So, you know, it's fine. But yeah, La La Land. Anyway, cinematic, Jamie and Chazelle, first man, that's what we were talking about. I just like retraced yep. my mind steps. Um, yeah, it, it, it's, I'm a little, like I say, the narrative, I'm a little bit like, right, is this really going to be anything we haven't seen before? But then it does just look like, He's going to knock it out of the park with the with the, the cinema of it. It, it, it. it sounds like they're basically it, what the trailer feels a little bit to me like they're doing is they're going right. Do you remember this? The, the first guy on the moon. Right. Do you know how fucking hard that is to do? Mm. Yeah. Do you appreciate how hard that is and how fucking dangerous it was? Because it's kind of something that people kind of now joke about with conspiracy theories and kind of. It's kind of got, oh yeah, because it happened that long ago. That it, it, it is a little bit. Lost it, its impact. It's lost its impact. And it kind of feels like this movie is going to basically say, look, this is this is how these weren't just some random guys that just happened to get picked one day. Oh, anyone got the moon today? Oh yeah, I'm going to put a hand up. You know, th- these were very intelligent, very focused, incredibly fit mm. people. These were. It, it's it's a fucking difficult thing. And I think that it's, it seems like it's going to be that's going to be the, the crux of it is rather than any kind of narrative flair or there's going to be some visual flair there. But I think it's just it, it's clearly he very much Chazelle seems to do passion projects, mm. and that's quite interesting. I think there. I think Neil Armstrong probably had the ability to show facial expression and emotion through those facial expressions, though. So the casting's a bit odd. Maybe. <laughs> uh, what else have you caught here solid um, we didn't talk about The Nun last week did we maybe that I think it came out just after just, just after was it yeah it, yeah it has been a little while wasn't it okay yeah You're so terrified of this aren't you I'm really really not looking forward to seeing this <laughs> like I know we will it, yeah, we will like it just I'm not like I just the fucking there's a scare in this in this fucking minute and a bit trailer that is better than a slight spoiler alert for kind of thoughts on Hereditary was better than anything in Hereditary. Um, in terms of jump scares... To be fair, the Dumbo trailer is probably scarier than Hereditary. <laughs> oh, yeah. That review is going to be fun. Um... 
Yeah, I just, I, I just, there's a scary nun, and it's going to be a lot of jumping out and her in the background, and then you don't know where she is, and then she's going to pop out from somewhere else. But you know, a horror film with a bunch of jump scares that are really, really good jump scares, yeah, are is a solid horror film. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, people shit all over jump scares and say that it's just lazy. It's a well-done jump scare is, is, a, beautiful is a beautiful thing. Yeah. If, if that movie's longer than 104 minutes long, then it's lost me. We'll have to wait and see, won't we? If it's longer than 104 minutes long, it's lost me. I reckon it's going to be lean. I reckon 98. 98 minutes, I reckon. 98. Mm. Uh, 98 minutes. It's a good shout. <laughs> it's a good shout. Yeah. Um, comes out in September. I'm a little bit sad, actually, because like Annabelle, Con- um, Annabelle Conjuring, um, Annabelle Creation was my birthday film last year. I was kind of hoping that The Nun was going to be my birthday film this year, but never mind. Um, <laughs> you love your birthday movie, don't you? To be fair, yeah, no, you're right, I do. Like, to be fair, though, The Meg comes out the Friday beforehand, so my birthday film might just be going to see The Meg again. Um, <laughs> so, you know, we'll see. Um, yeah, well, what do you guys think of this, this, this trailer? The Nun? Yeah. I'm, I'm all for it. It, it, it looks it looks fun. It looks like a, a movie set in that that little universe. And I, I I like that. I like that they've created this separate kind of little franchise bit where within this, where you've got the country movies and you've got these little offshoot movies. And although I didn't get on with Annabelle, I, I got on quite well with Annabelle Creation. Um, I've liked the, the country movies so far, and um, it, it's a character where you can go, yeah, I can see why you've picked that character to do an interesting thing. And the idea of, about it, it, it kind of it being a prequel to everything beforehand is really quite interesting. Aren't they doing one based on the dude that's in Conjuring UK as well? Yeah, the... What's he called? I can't remember. The, I don't know. Ferris Wheelman. The Ferris Wheelman. What, it's not a Ferris Wheelman, is it? What is it? I don't Carousel, is it? He comes out of Carousel. Does he? Yeah. Sure no, he, it's, a, it's a thing... Oh, that's no, a pushy down fucking thing, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, that guy. Great for radio. <laughs> it's a pushy um, down fucking thing. Yeah. I I want impressed with Annabelle, and I've not seen. I should, a... I should, I should mark it toys. Fucking push it down. It fucking spins around. Fucking great for your kids. I fucking love it. Um. Yeah. I've I've not seen Annabelle Creation, so I can't really comment on that one. But the Nun, it, it does look like a creepy movie. It looks like it's got a lot of atmosphere, which, like the yeah, the first Annabelle just didn't, and the Conjuring movies, like you say are great all of them so yeah up for it definitely um she is a fucking scary looking bitch as well isn't she oh yeah annabelle creation was was all right i i I remember us quite liking it i think yeah we did yeah we we got on with it quite well we thought it was a really just a really solid horror yeah and our ending was fucking cracking as well yeah like yeah what that does right at the end that was really good yeah, yeah. I, 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 I enjoyed, what is it, Annabelle Creation? Good. Um, I'm sorry? Is it Shan Sussman, or I imagine that? What, in a, Annabelle Creation? Yeah. It's not what she, she's in one of these. She's a mum in one of something. Yeah. Oh, hang about, yeah, what the fuck, she was a mum in, wasn't she a mum in an, ins- no. Oh, fuck, I've got to look this up now. Why? Oh, she was though. Yeah. Fucking. Oh, was she? Was it the sinister sequel? 
Yeah, she was the mum in Sinister 2. Dude, that was it, yeah. Fucking nailed it. Yeah, she's good in that, actually. I like Shannon Sosa in that. Mm. Never seen a film with Shannon Sosa in it that I like. Mm. Good in Risk Cutters. Mm. She's good in that other one that we watch all the time. Sinita. Yeah. Anyway, trailers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else we got? What else we got? We did Dumbo last week. Um, Unfriended Dark Web, which looks like a film that had nothing to do with Unfriended, and they just stuck the title on there. <laughs> yeah, it does. I'll still watch it though. Format format looks like it's very similar to Unfriended, and I really, really liked Unfriended. I thought it was a really clever concept. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it does. It does seem like you'll finish it and. Uh... I kind of wish I'd watch Unfriended again. <laughs> to be fair, the tagline's fucking amazing as well. What's tagline? Death wants some FaceTime. <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs> That's really good. Fair enough. Actually, you know what? I'm actually on board just on the tagline. <laughs> um, similar one as well, um, format-wise. Have you seen the trailer for Searching? Searching, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's interesting, actually. I'm unsure about John Cho being a father to a 16-year-old. <laughs> yeah how old is he though does he just look really young yeah to be actually to be fair like I could potentially be the father of a 16 year old if I had a kid that that like that young actually so yeah how old is oh. he oh he's, he's gonna be like fuck you no there's no fucking there is no fucking way John Cho is 46 years old he's 46 <laughs> You could have a thirty-year-old child. Bloody <laughs> hell! Yeah. yeah. To be fair, he doesn't look forty-six at all, does he? No, he doesn't. Bloody! <laughs> all right, no, for, all right. Wow. Good Bill for him. Was Twenty years ago, bud. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's your secret, John Joe? <laughs> <laughs> So what do you think of this trailer? I, well, I, think I can't remember it. <laughs> oh, it's it's the one... I know which one it is, I can't remember it. I, I think it looks really good. It, I think the fact that it's got that... Um, the, the, the sort of her just saying her name over and over again throughout it, but then it just shows little scenes from the film. I think it's it makes the trailer look really interesting. Mm. And I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be one of those kind of oh, everything's not what it seems kind of films, which I like. I like it when things unravel like that. Yeah. Do you, reckon, do you reckon there's going to be any like supernaturally kind of stuff? Because that her repeating her name over and over kind of thing is quite like unsettling. And do we do we think that, or do we think it's just going to be um, like did he kill her or not? I don't know. It's difficult to tell. It could be. It could go down that route. I don't know. It, it, with them saying about um, in the trailer about sort of his interaction with her and stuff like that and him going I didn't know her at all kind of thing at the end of it I think it could just be she's got this kind of they've both got this double life he's with her versus how he presents to the world and then obviously her private life versus what she presents to her dad so I think I think it's going to be that kind of route do you think yeah no I, I, oh sorry Mark go on. I can't remember the trail <laughs> you are rubbish <laughs> I am rubbish yeah but yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh, right, what else we got? Um, 
We have got something else. I know we have. Um, yeah. Oh, um, uh, the Grinch, which I'm going to have to take lots to. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Co-directed by Scott Mosier of Kevin Smith's Mate fame, which is, is really fucking weird. That's mental. Um, I'm pretty sure it's the same one. Hang on. There's not going to be too many Scott Mosiers on IMDb. All filmography. Scott uh, Yeah. It's actually his fe- feature debut as well. Mm. That's mental. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It, it's the Grinch, isn't it? Like, it's not for me. I'm sure lots will have a really good time with it, though, and that's what's important, so fine. That's, that's exactly it, mate, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. As long as it doesn't annoy me, you know, it'd be fine. Um, yeah, okay, so we've got a couple of... Right, so I WhatsApped Mark earlier today <laughs> after watching a trailer because I I can't work out whether I'm looking forward to it or not. Yeah. Um, so it's Robert Zemeckis' new one, Welcome to Marwen, which is based on a documentary, Marwen Cole. Um, but I'm assuming the guy didn't imagine the toys doing all the stuff that they seem to do in this in this in this trailer. No, it does seem to be a bit of a artistic license, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, the thing is, it's either going to work and it's going to be celebrated for working or it's, it's going to be fucking awful. Uh, yeah. Do you know what I think with that? Mm. It, it looks really interesting. It looks like it's got a lot of heart. It looks like it could be quite fun. It looks like it's going to try and a bit of a message to do with all sorts of things uh, and all of that I just don't give a fuck about watching it really yeah I just don't give a fuck it's really good but that, that, that's the thing I'm sure it'll be it'll be good it'll be fine but it, it it looks very very much like a Robert Zemeckis movie which means it's going to be 20 minutes too long <laughs> for a large portion of it you're going to go this is a little bit schmaltzy uh, it's going to make you feel sad, and then something happy is going to happen at the end. And I'm, I'm watching it thinking, I could just watch Forrest Gump again. No, Forrest Gump's a fucking great film. I, I defy anybody to say that it isn't. Too fucking long. It's, yeah, probably because it's a Robert Zemeckis film. Every <laughs> Robert Zemeckis film is twenty minutes too long. And also, his weird obsession with the the, the the uncanny valley creepy face things is just getting a little odd. Oh, is he the Polar Express guy? Yeah, yeah oh yeah. yeah. That's fucking hard watch, that. The thing is... The That's one... a better, better on the definition. <laughs> the, the, the world's a kind of a fucking train wreck at the moment, and it, I don't know, it just seems like things are slowly getting worse. Um... And I wonder whether just having something that is hopeful will just be like a nice, reassuring hug of a film. 
Well, that's it. Is it this is out? Is it out at Christmas? Or is oh, it? Oh, it's got to be fucking Thanksgiving or something in the US. You know, it's like surely November twenty first. Yeah, yeah, it's Thanksgiving then, isn't it? It, you know, it, it just. But I, I think maybe we're gonna kind of need a film like this. <laughs> yeah. Especially by then, who knows what's going to happen between now and November. Yeah, quite. You know, <laughs> like, so, I really don't know. I Like, it just, it's, I mean, good on Zemeckis, because he just fucking, you know, like, he swings and he misses quite a lot these days, <laughs> but he just keeps on trucking. <laughs> yep. I, I think it looks really good. I'm you, really yeah, interested you. to see what, what he does with it and how it pans out over the course of the film. I think it looks really good way of portraying it you see, you see, you see I, I can't disagree with any of your points because I completely agree with them I just don't give a shit about watch. I will watch it but I, for some reason it finished the trailer before I start that's enough for me is it because you hate veterans man yeah fuck it why not yeah um, a <laughs> yeah. uh, couple more I think we've got we? yeah I, mean, I think I've only got the big ones so I'll leave it to you guys um, leave no trace trailer uh, the new one from um, Deborah is it Deborah oh, Granick Granick that's yeah, it yeah yeah okay we kind of clicked on that not knowing anything about it didn't we and then it was like oh Ben Foster's in it oh Ew, director Winter's Ball yeah <laughs> um, have you seen anything about this dear? I, I know of it but I haven't seen the trailer it, well, the, the, the big story seems to be that you've got uh, Ben Foster plays a, a veteran so I'm fucking fuck those guys um, <laughs> and um, he is clearly suffering from PTSD and has decided to take his Trying daughter um, off off the grid uh, and is basically told that he can't. He's is detained and told that he can't and that they've got a they've got to he's got to provide a secure home for etc. And it seems to be there's a bit of push and pull between him and her about whether or not. Which life they which, want. Which life she wants, which yeah. life's best for her. And it, it, there's that whole kind of thing. It, it does, without looking at it going, it, it's a very, you know what we said about um, Hostiles being literally the most Ben Foster of Ben Foster roles you can get. Indeed. This is another one of those roles where you look oh, at it going, God. yeah, that's, ben, that's a Ben Foster role mm. uh, in, in, in that where you know there's going to be no moment of levity because he just he can't be bothered with moments of levity. He had that moment of levity when he did that song standing on what's the names um, in that tree in is it Bring It On It's in or is it <laughs> I don't remember Bring It On as well. Oh no, it's not Bring It On. It's the other one. Let me find out. <laughs> that was his moment of levity. That was it for his entire yeah, life. Yeah, and then it's then <laughs> like second or third film. He was like, fuck it, I'm not. That's it. I've done my, my little bit. I don't have to do this again. He's very heavy, isn't he? Get over it. Okay, I'm it's really good. Yeah, get over it. It's really good. Wait, a cursed and dust. That was it. The dusty. The dusty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, snaggle tooth. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, uh, it looks it looks like it's to be fucking miserable, but probably quite good. Yeah, I'm sure they'll come to like a resolution at some point. I don't think Ben Foster signed on if there was a revolution. Do you, do you reckon the last shot is, is her looking out of a window and him just walking off back into the wilderness? A little bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> as, as literally there's a big swarm of fucking bears looking at him. 
Yeah, you know, that's like, that's that's non more Foster, isn't it? Like, <laughs> fucking hell. That's funny. But a bed with knives and fucking farts for some reason. Too no, I'm not. If Robert Zemeckis fucking directs it, that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've gone wrong. <laughs> the biggie. The biggie. Creed 2. Fuck off. <laughs> fucking Drago's fucking sons, in it? Yeah, that is good. It's just like, if you didn't know what the plot of the film was, but you knew yeah. Rocky, like, that it would be a hell of a way to end that fucking trailer. Like, yeah. It just... <sighs> the thing is, because I, I, I was reading a thing about it the other day, my son was saying um, that it's not going to be as good as Creed because you've not got Ryan Keeler's not um, writing and directing this one. Um, he's, I think, he's a producer he's on produ- it. He's producing, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's Steve Cable Junior. Here he's directing. Um, and Stallone was going to direct, but then uh, after speaking with um, Ryan Coogler, Michael B. Jordan, uh, and they kind of suggested um, Stephen Cable Junior. Uh, uh, as, as, as a possible, I think. I think I can't remember. Google or, or, or Michael B. John was saying that they kind of they mentioned him to come on and do a little bit of AD work on it, and Stallone kind of was listening to his ideas and went, "Do you know what? I think I think this is this is as much your guys' thing as it is my thing. Rocky's my thing. Creed is kind of your thing. Yeah. So why direct it? You know, it's still my script. I'm still in it, but why don't he direct it? And there we go, and that, that's kind of how it became about. And then the, the piece I was reading also sort of criticised, well, why, you know, why is Stallone writing this one? Why is he taking it over? It's a bit like, hang on a minute. <laughs> you fucking created the whole fucking Rocky universe. Yeah. <laughs> and he was, he was incredible in Creed. He was fantastic. Yeah. You know, I'm still angry. And I do really like my, Mark Rylands, but I'm still angry that he didn't get that Oscar for that. Because he fucking deserved it. You were fuming, right? I, I, I was fucking fuming. Oh, Rylance is really good in Bridge of Spies. He's, he, he is, and he's really fucking good in it. And, and, and he absolutely deserved the Oscar. You know what he's like about Stallone. But Stallone yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can't wait for this. Michael B. John doesn't do stuff that isn't fucking great. Oh, no, no, I'm not disagreeing with that. I just, I don't know. Boxing movies always... Are awesome. Um, I like I'm watching them, but they, they never. They, I never go. Ooh, I really want to watch Raging Bull. Mark, you changed yes. your mind. You changed your mind on the Fantastic Four reboot, then. Oh, that's fair point. Yeah. All right. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Post Fantastic Four reboot. <laughs> no, including that. Like we are going to rewatch that one day because I think I we've re- both only seen it once. I will rewatch it this week. Oh Christ! Oh, I wasn't going to say this week, but um, yeah, no. <laughs> oh, it's on 4K okay in iTunes, mind. So yeah, why not? Yeah, um, Creed. I, 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 it just—it looks good. It looks really, really good. Fucking new training montage. There'll be many training montages. Training montage. Oh man, I hope they're set to some fucking. I want them set to some Kendrick Lamar, just like the fucking trailer. Oh, There's Kendrick Lamar in this. Oh. <laughs> I, I literally think that Michael B. Jordan wakes up and just out of fucking nowhere 
Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar just comes on <laughs> in the in the atmosphere. That'd be fine. That's, that that, that kind of happens. That's the world I want to live in. It, I, 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 let's face it, Michael B. Jordan looks like he smells incredible. He looks like he everything incredible. Does, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's a fucking handsome man. Uh, so is that it? Are we done with Jonas? He enjoys his um, status among women as well, apparently. Like, that surprised me. He's quite notable for how much he, he's enjoying that. So, yes. And, Is he just a slut? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. There's, there's, some, there, there, there's a few things online about... And, you know, it's all... It's all consensual and modern day and post Me Too. I, it, like he seems to be very aware of of all that. But you know, if the ladies are up for that particular ride, then he's willing to take them on it and leave it there. Um, I do remember seeing seeing a, an outtake thing of um, that film. And I can't remember the fucking name it. Uh, the film is, which is fucking really bad. I keep forgetting the name of actual films on a film podcast. Yeah, that film he made with Miles Teller and Zac Efron. Um, oh shit! The fucking yeah. Oh fuck! What was that called? No. On that. Um, oh, um, you fucking. At that awkward moment. Yeah. And Zac Efron turns around to the camera as uh, after Michael B. Jordan should said something and just goes. He's a very, very slutty man. <laughs> and then she lived in our house at the end, before hospice. We weren't even talking before that. I mean, we were, and then we weren't. And then we were. She's completely manipulative. Until my husband finally enforced a no-contact rule, which lasted until I got pregnant with my daughter. I didn't let her anywhere near me when I had my first, my son, which is why I gave her my daughter, who she immediately stabbed her hooks into. And I just, I felt guilty again, I felt guilty again. When she got sick, not that she was really even my mom at the end, and not that she would ever feel guilty about anything. And I just don't want to put any more stress on my family. Hereditary is written and directed by Ari Astor. Um, not sure what else. Directed shorts. <laughs> shorts. Well, that's why I don't know anything else he's directed. Um, stars Tony Collette, Alex Wolf, uh, Millie Shapiro, Anne Dowd, and Gabriel Byrne. I believe his friends call him Gabe. Gabriel Byrne. I'm not friends with him. I don't know. <laughs> uh, therefore, uh, if you do listen to the show, Gabe, uh, Gabriel, uh, then hit us up and we can become friends and I start calling you Gabe. Excellent. Thank you. Um, so, yes, uh, Tony Collette plays Annie, a, uh, an artist who makes miniature little diorama funky fucking things they are quite cool they are they're quite cool but they're quite realistic and their expressions of her actual life etc and we start the movie where her uh, the movie actually starts with a eulogy I believe is it Mm, Uh, yeah yeah. yes yeah Uh, on screen and we read that and we come in and it's her her mother has died and we find out that she's estranged from her mother and river guys we are all spoilers all the time um, and there's some, she a was lot, recently unestranged. Recently unestranged, but there's there's something that's not clearly kind of quite right. And then she's got a 13 year old daughter that seems a little awkward. 
an odd and a um, 16, 17-year-old son who seems to really like his weed. Um, <laughs> and so just getting through that grieving process and we'll get into other moments of grieving process and other processes as we, we go through. Uh, but also I think a very crux thing to say would be that there's a, a strong history of, of uh, mental illness within the family. Yes. Uh, that's that you kind of got to lay that down on the line there. Uh, so, Becky, what did you think of, of, of Hereditary? Oh, don't make me go first. I'll make you go first. I, I, mm, I enjoyed it more when I came out from the cinema than I did now I look back on it. Does that make sense? Having, sure. time, having time to yeah. reflect on it. It's just really unsatisfying. It's a really <laughs> unsatisfying movie. Yeah. It doesn't... It doesn't... The story of it... If you're, if you're making some kind of art house movie, fine, get away with having no storyline or un, untied up threads of story you, you can't in a horror movie especially with the way that it's been marketed it it just feels really unsatisfying there's there's bits that are just kind of left and there's, there's plot holes in it like if you if you had a daughter a 13 year old daughter with a fucking fatal allergy nuts you would never let her leave the house without with somebody that didn't have an EpiPen on them you just fucking wouldn't no you wouldn't and the, the bit about the problems the main problems that I had with like this kind of stuff are real foundation set up type moments he wouldn't have said that he was going to a fucking barbecue at the school or whatever it was supposed to be or some kind of party at the school because there was never any kind of indication that she would have had a problem with him just going to a party with his friends. I believe it was Pate. Pate? Yeah. You know, he just said, oh, I'm going to a house party. I like, no, the fact, I like the fact that he's he's just fine with taking his 13-year-old kid sister along. Well, yeah, that as well. You, 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 it just fucking wouldn't happen. Yeah. And he, he'd have an EpiPen and he wouldn't have fucking taken her in the first place. So... From there, it just kind of... It, none of it hangs off those initial points because those initial points are stupid. Cool. Stupid. But there's one bit that I did really like, which you didn't you weren't that impressed with, were you? Look at my feelings, yeah. <laughs> you did really steal it. The, 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 the sh- and, okay, so just sort of... The, the acting in it was great. The performances were great. And it looked really nice. There were some really nice shots. I just think the story doesn't stand up. Um so as a as a piece of cinematic viewing to watch as just to look at it's great as a film I just, it didn't work for me but the shot that I really liked was the one where where he's in the foreground where she's gone a bit like wrong and he's in the foreground and then it focuses back and this blur that's been in the corner of the room above him it's her up in the fucking corner of the room shit myself it was horrible that bit <laughs> the nun's going to be full of stuff like that yeah Absolutely. Ian, uh, what were your feelings on it? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was fine. Um, You know, I I wasn't going in thinking, all right, then impress me. Um, Yeah, it just like, you know, you read all the reviews about it. it, Like the editor of Empire said, I might be paraphrasing slightly, but it was like, for everybody going to see Hereditary tonight, may God be with you. Uh, It's just... um, uh, fine, okay, fair enough. It's impressing <laughs> a lot of people. Um, I think the moments of real horror are pretty fucking well done. The entire sequence where the lad 
gets her killed. And then that whole build of him going to bed and then in bed yeah. and then Tony Gallet saying, I'm going out to get some balsa wood. And like that whole, and then just like, like ending with the reveal of the head. That was fucking like, cause I, I didn't know that's where this film was going either. No, because the the trailer doesn't it doesn't give away that she's not in the whole of it, like at all. You don't get the sort of feeling from the trailer that she isn't there for the duration, and the fact that she's killed off so early. Exactly, it's shocking. Yeah, that see, that's what I mean. There's some there's some bits of it that are, are fantastically well done, and that is one of them. No, no, quite. Yeah, and I mean, like, and like you say, it, it's really good looking. There's some really interesting shots. There's even though I will say there. You know that they, like they do the, the the shot of the house and it goes from like night suddenly to day or day suddenly to night. Mm. Mm. Just before the whole ending stuff kicks off, there it goes from night to day, and there are naked people in the woods. Yeah, I, did you see them? Yeah, yeah, and it's just like. Right, fine then. So it's basically the end of fucking a paranormal activity film where it's all these fucking people around. You know, like the end of paranormal activity, I think three and four, where yes. it's like all the people trying to like bring the demon up. Yes. Right. I've not seen anyone compare Hereditary to the paranormal activity films. <laughs> I think because they're seen as lesser films. But frankly, mm. the story of this film is a paranormal activity film. Uh, I, yeah, can see that. So, for all the artistic camera moves, so and Tony Collette is great. I think Gabriel Byrne is subtly decent. I think Anne Dowd is fucking awful in this film. She is really bad. She took me out of it in every single scene. She's just so... Whether she was directed to be, you're a demon worshipper who is trying to play at being supportive woman, like whether that's some sort of weird meta thing or whether Anne Dowd is just a bit shit in this film, I don't know. <laughs> um, but I would imagine defenders of the film would probably go for it was all intended. It just... It's another, in a line of horror films, we get about two a year where people say it's the scariest film of the last 20, 30 years and they're anything but. It's a Babadook. It's the Babadook. It's It oh. Follows. Yeah. It, you know, it, it's just, it to an extent, but maybe not as much. I, I really liked It Comes at Night. Some people were being very, 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 this is fucking amazing when that came out last year. Yeah, um, and we just kind of both kind of just thought it was alright. I, I I I really enjoyed it. Comes at night. I liked it better than you did, if I remember correctly. But it, yeah, you know, it, again, it's just a sense that people need to calm down. And I would really, really, really like it if horror films could actually try and scare me again. Actually, try. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, Mark. What do you think? Um. <sighs> The thing is, the film... Well, I'll do the film first, and I'll deal with the, the other bits that have irked me in a second. Um, I think Tony Collette's great in it. She's great. Uh, she is, She is like, 
I can actually see her getting an Oscar nomination for this film. Great. And as some, sorry, one last thing from me for now. As someone said on Twitter the other day, I hope the Oscar clip that they use for her is her last shot in this film. She's just a headless person, not in front of her face. No, no, like where she's like smiling and fucking like garroting herself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I think she's great. Uh, I think all the, all the cast are really good. I think it's a, it's a very, like I've all said, it, it, it's a nice looking movie. Um, and it, it, it's, it, it's an interesting enough story. But, like uh, Becky said, um, the, there's key points in it that don't really make sense to me. Um, it's, and before I say this, caveat, for people who persistently have listened to the podcast for a long time will we'll know already that I scare really quite easily at movies. Really quite easily. Fucking pussy. And I am a fucking pussy when it comes to horror movies. That's why I like them so much. <laughs> um, I used to, we've seen. Um, so... This isn't me trying to be fucking match or anything like that, but it's not scary. It's scary. It, it, in, in any way, it, it's not scary. Um, whether or not, I, but the thing is, the thing is that, that right now, I'm going to continue saying the nice things that I like to buy, then I'll cut the bits that hurt me. Okay. Um, so it looks nice, it's like that. I thought it's Wolf it is, is good in it, um, and it's fun. It's mm. fun by the end of it. It's quite a fucking funny thing. Um, I don't think it's meant to be in there it's not but also well the fact that nobody's fucking giving it shit about the fact that ah oh, you're this fucking demon thing but ah oh, you are the body of a girl uh, <laughs> go away so we've taken you into the body of a strong man with a mole and um, <laughs> so there's, there's a little bit of, of, of that to it uh, which is weird but there's some fucking funny imagery and stuff in there and it's not like the bit when she scissors the pigeon's head off. That's fucking pigeon of the sky rats. Um, so it's there's the, the, the positives, right? Kind of. Um, now I go for fucking negatives, right? So for a start off, it's not scary. Mm. It's just it's just fucking not right. And if you're scared by this, it's it, it falls back into this um, this new wave we've got where horror is it's cool again but it's not cool with the cool kids mm. it's cool with everybody it, it's horror has almost become you know with the way horror's going at the moment um fright fest could end up just becoming like fucking glastonbury and it just being a fucking tory festival oh, it, where you know where fucking bank managers go to fucking get in a yurt that costs fucking four grand to rent for a weekend and think they're slumming it it, it, that's the kind of fucking thing. It's not sleeping under a table in a fucking hostel, <laughs> is it, Ian? <laughs> um, yeah, no, good point. So there's, there is... That that's how I live life, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's, there's that bit to it. And I don't get... I, I Honestly, I don't get this people saying that it's... that. It's supposed to be funny at points, but some of it's it played is. for laughs. I don't think it is. I, I, I don't get it. I'm not saying that, that those people are wrong, but they kind of are. Um, I don't. I just 
personally don't get that angle, and I don't think that Ariasta is, is playing any of this. No. I, 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 I don't get how that ending is supposed to be played played for laughs. You know, but it, I thought it was quite funny. But yes, I don't think it's supposed uh, to be. It is so. Yeah, I mean, it is unintentionally so. It just what is it about horror films ending with overweight naked people smiling? Because it's freaky. <laughs> but this pop points down the, the, the point that I was originally making, I'm going to reel back to it, yeah. is the fact that we've got this new wave of, of what they're now calling prestige horror. Mm. Uh, where basically it is the horror that looks fucking nice and that can be put on the front of the fucking Guardian pull-out magazine. Mm. Things like this and Mother... And they grabbed Get Out, despite the fact that that was a fucking Bloomhouse pitch that cost $8 million and was yeah. made by a guy who used to be in a comedic sketch show. Yeah. So, you know, it feels a little bit like these things, you know, it, like Darren Aronofsky kind of went, oh, I decided I'm going to make a horror movie. Yeah, you made a fucking shitty horror movie. Hard. It probably does a cunt. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and then there's all these interesting things <laughs> in it. Where they go, oh, look at that shot. Isn't that shot amazing? It's like, yeah, it was fucking great when I saw it. In, I was saying this the other day. Yeah. It was great when I saw it in Wrong Turn 3 that nobody fucking saw. Oh, and, you know, that shot that you said that you really liked of her in the background in the fucking in yeah, the corner of the thing. It's like, that's great. Oh, it was yeah. fantastic. Yeah, it was brilliant when it was in the last fucking season yeah. eight years ago. It's, mm. it's kind of like they're, they're, they're being given too much... They've been given credit for, for harvesting credit, other people's work. For harvesting fucking straight to fucking shitty yeah. DVD yeah. horror things, but just making them look a little bit nicer. And it, it, I don't think it's it, even that. I think it's the names that are involved. You know, we're going through this, this purple patch for, for horror at the moment where it's, there's some really fucking great horror that's come out over the last few because years. Because making money. And the ones that have got the attention are shite like this. That's yeah. it. I, I, I don't think it's shit. We'll, come, I'll come we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Mm. But I just, I, this, it's the noise around it that's irked me. Yeah, it's, it's, rather than yeah. the film. I was fine with the film. I actually quite enjoyed the film while I was watching it. It, it's just the the noise around <laughs> it when people are going. I used to Ian, wish me luck, and I'm going to see Hereditary again. I could, I could go through this. And I'm watching it going. Get a fucking grip. What? Have I watched a different movie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I just one thing that really, that really, really made me angry, and it, and it does make me angry because it's lazy storytelling, is the fact that there's 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 not really anything about you know it, it, in all the synopsis stuff and the trailer, it pitches it as this oh her mother dies and then she gradually finds out all this information yeah. that you know points to a darker story, and it's like. No, it doesn't happen fucking gradually. She finds a box, she looks at a photo album, and then all of a sudden she's chopping her head off. It's, it's, it all happens too quickly. And the explanation for the story is a... I always forget this word. Okay. No, not context. When it's a thing where it's just explaining what's happening on screen. Explanation. Speech over the last scene. It's, it's fucking lazy. Fucking lazy. It, 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 is, yeah. that is, it seems to be you've got a few different camps with this movie. The ones who loved it, and that is fucking great. All four people loving movies uh, that, that loved it and were terrified by it. I don't get it, but if, if that's your fucking thing, fucking cool. Then you've got the ones that are defending all of the 
they're saying, oh, well, I found it funny, but I think I was supposed to find it funny. I think this was played for last. And I'm a bit like, ha, huh, you just don't want to say that a movie that you're supposed to really like's a bit shit. And then you've got the people kind of going, don't you think it was a little bit frustrating? And then you're getting shot down by all these people. Mm. But for saying it was, it, it was, it, it felt a little bit like, that's not the movie that I've got. And then you get, yeah, well then, that's your own fault blooming on the marketing. I mean, like, it, 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 well, that's that's the point. I mean, to be fair, yeah, I've had I've had less it, people at me than I did with it. Follows. It's it's a little bit like that's fine, and I, I, I can I can see your point of a movie has a movie marketing doesn't have to tell you what's happening. It has to get you to go and watch it, and that's fine. Yeah, but then you end up in there with but, false expectations. But in the same way, as if you go and watch, if you went to watch The Road. And came out of it and said there was that wasn't an action movie. By the way, picture as an action movie. You're perfectly entitled to say that because the marketing pitched it as an action movie, and there's no action. There's just misery in that movie, <laughs> right? Clever. It's yes, it's very good, but it's fucking horrible. But that's the difference. That wasn't the movie you were expecting. But you came out and went, Do you know what? It wasn't an action movie like I was expecting. But it was really fucking good. With this one, you go into it and you come out and you go, well, do you know what? That wasn't the uh, movie that I was expecting. And honestly, it was a little bit shit. But I, 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 I like the fact that it was some kind of weird sex demon. No. I was fine with that. Yeah, but right, build to that. Don't just go, oh, fuck it. She's a demon worshipper. I got a side with Becky there. Like the reveal, like I found the, the, I found the third act really disappointing. That, that like the I fact that the it's reveal. building I, I up, I the third act, but I, I I liked the reveal. But it's like it's building up all this stuff, and it is like, okay, where exactly is this going? And then it's just, just like they're they're trying to possess the kid, and they're trying to birth a demon. Ah, oh, great. Don't know why I like the reveal. Hmm. Why, I think is it because of like all the fat old naked people? No, it's not because of the fat old naked people. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, do you know what I like about it? I like the fact that it's built all up. And it goes, and then it goes, dun, 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 and it goes, ah, fucking treehouse, fucking crown. And then I just thought, this is brilliant. This is this is such a fucking letdown that people that it's going to take years for people to admit that it was a fucking letdown. And I like that. I like the fact that people are going to fucking tie themselves in knots trying to go on about how fucking great this is. So when. It, when, when it's just it's just not oh I've got on. another thing that annoyed me right this movie right Tony Collette unarguably great in it fine but for me that bit where she smashes up a fucking workshop that that is the equivalent for me of the angry girl that's just been wronged chopping all her hair off in the mirror it pissed me off yeah it's it, 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 it's, it's the it's the angry cop table swipe yeah it is mm-hmm. I, I think did I say it you during it or did I say it after it if she fucking smashes up all these miniatures, I'm fucking done. You said afterwards yeah. that that was your thought at that point. That was my you thought. don't pop in the cinema, I don't, I don't no. actually. So, I've got the toilet 15 times either. I didn't go to the toilet once. Shut up. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, that, that was annoying. So, so what did... what? Uh, uh, any other thoughts on Hereditary? Are we... I, I, I just think it's interesting that Becky and I are saying that like the the ending was underwhelming and you're saying, I don't agree, and then it turns out that it was basically... You just like the fact that it was underwhelming. Yeah, yeah. he fucking loves like yeah. Yeah, like I, I don't like, know. I just thought that was quite funny. Um, it made me smile. <laughs> uh, so what are you? What are you? 
Ian, what are you in terms of shit? That shit. Oh. I mean, that one sequence early on, Tony Collette and excuse me, it's goes these. Sorry about that. Uh, thank you. Um, and and just generally, kind of like the, the kind of like the style of the film, and you know, in parts of it, the mood as well. Um, mm. I would say definitely not shit. I, I I will say that I don't think it's as much of a disappointment as a lot of these these kind of like hyped up horror films have been of of late. Um, I'll never watch it again, and not because I'm too freaked out to watch it. It's just like I can't imagine spending another two hours, ten minutes or so watching it. But if Tony Collette gets an Oscar nomination, I'm not going to fucking begrudge that. Um, as long as that is the only Oscar nomination this film does get. Do you know what? I really want to say shit because the storyline and that lazy ending really pissed me off. But certain elements of it, the performances, the look of it, like you say, in the mood of it at points, it, it, it's touching cloth, I would say, for me. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely not, definitely not shit. Because it is a bit shit. Yeah. So you know where I'm going? Where are you going? You're going shit? No. Oh, you're going Geostorm. I'm going Geostorm. <laughs> okay. Wow. Geostorm for me. Because do you know what? I will watch it again. Will you? Yeah, because I thought it was funny. But not in a... I think it's supposed to be funny. And not even like some of the moments that people are saying is funny. It, are funny. It, it just, I had a good enough time with it. And I think going into it now, knowing what I know and knowing the film it is, and there is great mood and great atmosphere in it. And I didn't say that, but there is there is a lot of mood and atmosphere. I think Gabriel Byrne's great in it. And the bit where he bursts into fucking flames is brilliant. The bit where she fucking throws the buckets going... Gone full blown crazy lady, which usually bugs the shit out of me. And she, she, was, she was right though. And she goes, Look, it's gonna happen. If I throw this in, I'm gonna set a fire. She throws it in and he fucking bursts it a flame. I start, ah. Oh. The thing is, oh, it was in, it was, it's in the trailer, that shot's in the trailer, the so I just I knew it was gonna happen. I'd forgotten, I'd forgotten until the moment that that happened. And then I remembered, ah, oh, this was in the trailer because me and him really liked that bit. <laughs> and I thought, this is, this is great. Because nothing she can do is right. <laughs> being being generous to it for a second, the horror element for me was the the boy um, Peter, um, and his kind of descent into like obviously he was grieving, he was depressed about the fact that that had happened to his sister and, and that, his that grandma, was, that was and a... that was really well done. And his his descent into that particular state for me, if it focused on that. And well, made him the main yeah. crux. It could have been a really good movie. What, what we'll say, what we'll say is, and I think I didn't, I didn't mention it because I got too wrapped up in the, the bits anyway. I thought the, the whole scene of the post, the kid losing his head actually, and him sat at the car and driving back to the house, getting up. But that was really, really good. Yeah. It was, you're looking at it going. Do you know what? That that is the reaction that you can see somebody having. The, I, I just don't know how to deal with this, so I'm just going to go to bed. I can't see that I would ever leave my sister's decapitated head in the middle of the road. But I just, I just, I, I just think... It's just shock. He, he, shock. Yeah. He just couldn't... He just couldn't... It's not real. It's yeah. not real until somebody else sees People it. People get decapitated in real life. Kind yeah. Of thing. yeah. It, 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 it's that. And I, 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 I thought that was a, a really... Yeah. 
you know, uh, the way it was done in the film, and, and, and to write that is a really, it's a really central piece of writing, yeah. I think. And I think to give it to give it credit where it's due, I think that is that's part of the atmosphere that was that was really strong with it. Yeah. So, but I'm still going Geostorm because you know, fucking fuck off, girl. We need this boy, fucking demon. <laughs> it's just, it, it, it is brilliant. And to release a film where that happens, and that is the whole point of the fucking film, mm. in this time, and people to not realise and still say it's amazing, mm. I think is staggering. <laughs> well, to be fair, the people that want it to be a boy instead of a girl are like crazy cult people, so it's not like it's normal, is it? Blah! I'm fine with that, though, but still nobody's mentioned it at all. No. I, I think that's great. Well, no, no one's mentioned it's got a plot out of a paranormal activity film either, Mark. So, no. you know, you and I are just trailblazers. Is it not a happy ending? Well, not really. Everyone's I thought it was quite a happy ending. Well, most of the people in that room seem pretty happy. That's it. Well, yeah, it depends on who, whose point of view you're looking at it from, I guess. I did that. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. All right, what have you been watching this week? That treehouse was quite large at the end, wasn't it? There was quite a lot of people in there. Really expensive triage. What did he do? Because she made us make was clearly quite successful. What did he do? Was he a doctor? I had a feeling he was a doctor of some description. I thought he was know, a doctor. The little bits that he doesn't fucking explain. Because that triage looked like... I was, when the, the pan down that triage thought, that triage looked like it was really expensive. I wonder how much that triage was. That's what you were thinking? Yeah. I reckon about 20, 30 grand that trio. Yeah. That's a big construction. Maybe he made it himself. I don't think he did. Maybe he made it off pallets. He didn't. Pallet yeah. furniture's the way forward. No, that, that, that was that was some immigrant Scandinavian motherfuckers that made that piece of shit. Man. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a piece of shit. It was Solid. Not like a piece of shit, like a piece of shit. Like fucking that's a wonderful piece of shit, that is. I don't think that's a phrase people use. I'm bringing it in. Yeah. Yeah, can make that happen. Yeah. Pioneering that motherfucking so shit. I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to make it happen. <laughs> anyway, what have we been watching here? you were so sure was real what if you were unable to wake from that dream how would you know the difference between the dream world and the real world what is happening to me the answer is out there neo it's the question that drives us what is the matrix the Matrix is the world that has been pulled over your eyes to blind you from the truth. What truth? They're watching you, Neo. Human beings are a disease. You are a cancer of this planet. And we are the cure. Get me the hell out of here! Welcome to the real world. So you're here to save the world. So what do you need? Guns. Lots of guns. No one has ever done anything like this. That's why it's going to work. Buckle your seatbelt, Dorothy. Because Kansas is going bye-bye.
Unfortunately, no one can be told what the Matrix is. You have to see it for yourself. Um, I, I've only got a few, I've, I've only got a few things. Um, I don't really know why either. Like just the World Cup and just being a bit busy. Um, but yeah, um, took Lottie to see something, the little vampire, which was meh. Um, I think it, I think it was a U, but it was actually kind of intense. Like she got kind of freaked out a couple of times, but animated film it was like it cost like two pound fifty each at view on Saturday so it got her out of the house um and in a dark room so well done parent of the year well done me <laughs> um so a couple of things I did want to talk about um on Netflix Rennie Harlan's Mine Hunters um yes yeah. I'd, see, I'd seen Mindhunters before, and I just thought, you know what? I think I have to watch this again. Um, so for those who haven't seen it, it was a film that, if I remember correctly, was on the shelf for fucking ages. Um, yeah. And like it, it came out and did nothing. So you've got... Um, it's basically a bunch of FBI like trainee profilers um, who are sent to an island by their instructor played by Val Kilmer um, to basically try to solve like a hypothetical case. And do you know what? One of the profilers is a killer. Yeah. Um, now, Christian Slater is in this playing a student of Val Kilmer's. And they can't be that much different in terms of age. No. So that, that was a bit weird. Um, <laughs> there's... Is it Val Kilmer or regular Val Kilmer? It's, it, it's regular kind of Val Kilmer. Yeah, yeah, it's like Val Kilmer on his way to not being regular Val Kilmer, I would say. Should um, be Val Kilmer. Sorry? Should be Val Kilmer. He's got, he's got a bit of jowly. Going on, I'd say, yeah. It's it's a fucking weird cast. This LL Cool J, Johnny Lee Miller, Clifton Collins Jr., um, Val Kilmer, Christian Slater, others, um, and it's just this like shitty Bobbinsy serial killer thriller thing where it just seems to make everything up as it goes along, and at the end goes, and the killer is that one. Um, <laughs> but it's got some impressive deaths in it. Like, the first death in this film is quite the practical effect. It It's really, really good. Um, it It's just this... Absolute trash, which is really, <laughs> really enjoyable for like the entire thing. But you do feel trash. sorry. Trash usually are, aren't they? Oh, you feel dirty afterwards, like yeah. But <laughs> yeah, it's I yeah I quite enjoyed my time with it, but it's awful. Um, sorry, yeah, I'm, I'm really quite enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, though, we watched, like, there was 
I can just trash thrillers as a, you as a matter of fact. I, I enjoy it. So, I'm not, I'm not criticising. But cool. yeah, we, we love a trash thriller. I think yeah. we watched Mindhunters go back and really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure I watched this when I wor- worked at Blockbuster and was literally just taking films home after like every shift and just like watching like two in an evening. I think it was just one of those ones. Um, yeah, Mindhunters. It's on Netflix. It's if you if you haven't seen it, you know, and you like your shitty serial killer thriller type things, um, but with an extra element of like nasty fun to it, it's it's worth a go. Um, and uh, last one I'll talk about. A film that has been not much discussed on the show, which, considering its cultural impact, is kind of surprising, but uh, The Matrix. Um, Have ever discussed it on the show, have we? No, I don't think we have. Um, So, it's 4K on iTunes, and it was like 5 99 a couple weeks back. It was like, yeah, alright then, why not? It's fucking loaded as well, like there's Four commentaries and a bunch of making of stuff. Yeah, uh, they, they, they did shitloads of behind the scenes stuff on that. Yeah, I think it's like porting over the extras from the old Ultra Ultimate Matrix Collection DVD set from back in the day. So yeah, there, there's just there's all sorts of shit. Um, and it, it actually it looks pretty nice in 4K as well. Um, grain's pretty good. Um, it the the, the bullet time is like the the bullet ripples look really rough now, um, mm-hmm. but the slow mo stuff is still pretty impressive. Um, it's I will say, I think Carrie Ann Moss's character has aged really badly. <laughs> yes, um, she's the cool, seemingly unattainable, like chick with gun who basically Keanu Reeves flutters his eyes at her a couple of times and then she's like I must fulfill the prophecy of falling in love with him Uh, you know it's he is pretty irresistible though he is is. but the fact that her entire purpose is to give him a kiss at the end so he wakes up is a bit (laughs) Hmm. That's mm. what that right. Okay, that's what she's here for then, is it? Um and it's considering it's the Wachowskis, I was actually kind of surprised by that. It was like, right, we'll get her in leather and we'll get her with some guns and then You she, surprised by that bit? Sorry? You surprised by that bit? No, 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 not like that aspect, but just the whole kind of like and then it's basically She's the love interest who, at the end, realizes that he is the one because he loves her. It, it just—I don't know. I don't think they get away with it in this day and age. Um, but aside from that, it's quite a long film, but I think it packs quite a lot into it. It, you know, like the whole world that they have to create and the kind of the expositiony stuff type stuff. I think they they do that quite well, and it's quite knowing as well. Like the fact that. A lot of the exposition is literally Lawrence Fishburne and Keanu Reeves in a in a virtual world watching a TV. You know, I, I think that's quite a funny comment on somebody delivering exposition, as if like, look, it's a TV show, just watch it, and we'll we'll tell you what's happening. 
Um, action, good. Joe Pantoliano, nicely skeezy. And yeah. you, you totally get what he's saying as well. That's the thing I like. It's like, you know, if if if, if, if steak is the matrix, I'll have steak. He's like, yeah. yeah, all right then, cool. Yeah, fair enough. Um, you know, I, I, I like that they the, 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 the Wachowskis are actually brave enough to say, look, the real world does look a bit shitty. The bad guy is going to be someone who wants out of the real world and back in the Matrix. Um, yeah, I think that's a good idea. And, you know, because the Matrix sequels don't really sell the idea that Zion's that great a place to be at. Apart from Cochrane. Yeah, you know, you got you got a rave in a, a cave, cave rave, every now <laughs> and then. Yeah. And aside from that, it's like, to be fair, if I had that choice, I think I'd probably want to be in the Matrix as well. You'd go for the steak. Sorry? You'd go for the steak in the Matrix. I would. I'd take the blue pill. Yeah. But, yeah, like, I'd just be like, yeah, I want to, I want to go back to steak and live in my life like a battery that's fine i'm cool with that <laughs> you know if if this is all a computer simulation that's fine i don't want the simulation to end you know i'm i'm <laughs> perfectly happy um yeah there you go the matrix um it just i don't know the the style of it hasn't aged very well i mean it's 20 years old next year it kind of feels like the sequel was kind of like shit on its place in pop yeah. culture, like yeah. massively. Um, I'm, I think I'm going to give them a rewatch, you know. Um, I don't know if that's a good idea. You're going to Godfather Matrix? I think number two is the Oh, Godfather? No, the Matrix. <laughs> you think two's what? I don't want to say at all. I think it goes goes one, three, and then two. Mm. What in terms two. of in terms of best to worst? Yeah, it's just two has got the architect, and it is just yeah. like really long fucking action sequence of the of the motorway that's just not that good. Mm. I, like I don't know, there, that, there's some fucking hubris going on in Matrix Reloaded that I kind of want to have another look at. Again, I you like know, that Matrix one because it's so fucking shit and such a letdown at the end. You, you can't use that as a as a watermark for films. I can use that for watermark films for a long time. <laughs> Served me well. I'd actually, I'd actually love to rewatch the Matrix. I'd, I'd like. To absolutely loving it at the time and like you say we got a day to watch the Matrix I think we did back in the day we got two days to watch the Matrix because the first one was sold out Aww. and we couldn't go yeah like like you say Ian I think the sequel was kind of shit on its legacy a little bit um, it would be nice to go back and rewatch it not not having that to look forward <laughs> look forward is that the right word just not watch the sequel but I think it's been so it's been so culturally pervasive yeah and I think, you know, it's it, it deserves the it deserves the credit that I think this sort of taken away from it. Hmm? You know, the fact that we no longer refer to Deja Vu as Deja Vu, but a bitch in the Matrix. Yeah. It you know, it it, it has had a massive impact. 
did have a massive impact at the time and it's obviously it's still felt now there are still effects used that were pioneering this movie and yeah Cool. Yeah. Cool. Is that you've got there, Um Yeah, no, I think just one last thing on the Matrix. The thing that bothers me about the Matrix Revolutions is that you've got the shitty ending at the end of Matrix Revolutions, and then they don't end with a rage song. No, they don't, do they? Like, that's... That's fucking... That's fucking weird. And they, they picked two really, really good, like songs to end a film with like they're, they're both like wake up and calm like a bomb they're very propulsive songs yeah um but yeah so I don't, and it's really annoying the thing is right my my part of my old fucking don't want to rewatch stuff unless it's in 4k the matrix is in dolby vision 4k revolutions and reloaded hd oh you're joking what's that about you won't be fucking mecca well squinting at the screen Harper's HD. <laughs> just fuck it, just uh, Bex, just let him buy a 4K TV. Just do it, alright? He can do what he wants. I'll laugh at him, but he can do it. He can do what he wants. Alright, you heard it here, folks. I get to uh, find a TV for Mark and Becky. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was, I think when we were talking about it last time, he was like, I'm just going to get you to find something. <laughs> he knows what he's looking for. I'm just going to set us off a budget and go, I've got this one. What's your budget? What's your budget, including the Apple TV 4K? I'm going to start looking now. I don't know. I'll have to work it out. Oh, God damn it. Get back to me. Don't worry about that. Um, Bex, what have you been watching? Have you watched anything without this one? I don't think I have, no. Almost. I've been spent playing Resident Evil. Yes, you have been playing Resident Evil 7, haven't you? So fucking good. Christ. So, go on then, Bex. Okay, so... Okay, we'll do Zack and Mary yep. first. Yeah, so we watched Zack and Mary make a porno. Oh, um, yeah, I've not seen it before. I've always kind of avoided it because I think I've got it muddled up with something else. I think maybe the awful one where they go chasing around to get a sex tape back. Which was that? Road trip. No. Sex tape. That is one of the sex tape. Yeah. Road trip. Sex tape. Sex tape. Sex tape. Yeah. All right. Cool. I think I put it with that in my brain. Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> and and just didn't want to watch it on that basis. And I also, I'm not a huge fan of, um, what's his face? Kevin Seth, no, Seth Rogen. And yeah, you tricked me into watching a Kevin Smith film. You like most Kevin Smith films you watch? That, that one with that girl with the horrible voice. I yeah, don't you like. don't actually like most Kevin Smith films you watch. That's a fucking lie. I like Clerks. <laughs> and Clerks too. Anyway. That's probably about it. Anyway, so yeah, so Mark tricked me into watching a Kevin Smith film by not telling me it was a. Smith film, um, and uh, this is a really Kevin Smithy Kevin Smith film. Yeah, I was I was looking at it and going, huh, I recognise that guy. Oh, and <laughs> fucking dickhead. Anyway, so yeah, so Zach and Mary are um, essentially grown up children, aren't they? They they've never really yeah. moved on with their lives. They've been friends since school. They live together and basically are in financial difficulties and um, after a high school reunion where seemingly they'd never heard of porn before and now it's a thing they want to make they decide to make a porn movie and hijinks ensue I think would probably cover the rest of it yeah um, what did you think of your initial watch with Bex? I actually really enjoyed it it was it was way better than I expected it to be really like laugh out loud funny at points 
kind of sad they didn't get to make star halls though that looked like it was going to be a good pony yeah the costumes were good good. storyline sounded good plenty of what is it Hob star wars parodies actually are that's true um but yeah um the sort of accompanying cast were all really good as well got craig robinson in it can't be bad it's got craig well yeah craig robinson's great i like seeing tracy lots pop up in stuff because it's it's always just amusing um, and obviously, what's his face? Jay. Jason Mewes. Jason Mewes. Um, was great in it, but then he just is, isn't he? he, he he's got a good on-screen charisma. He's got good on-screen charisma if he's in a Kevin Smith movie. You put mm. him in anything else, and it, he literally is. You look at him. Do he does occasionally, but it, it, it's fucking... It's, it's, not, it's not good. No, well. it, it's, Kevin Smith knows how to wrangle quite well. Yeah. And I think, to be fair... It, 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 it ends up being a really sweet little romantic story and it was nice and it had a nice little happy ending. It was a bit of a, uh, it was a raunchy hug of a movie. <laughs> yeah. well, I, I, I really like the second movie, like, oh, I think it's a... You've been trying to get me to watch it for ages. I, I remember going to see it on my own, it was simply because you wouldn't go see it because it was a Kevin Smith movie and it looked uh, shite, I think was your example. <laughs> Sounds like something um, to say. <laughs> So I went on my own to watch it quite late one night um, to, to watch it and really, really quite enjoyed it. Um, and I still enjoy watching it um, now. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, it, yeah, it's it's a shame Kevin Smith has has seen kind of seen that he has to part from from, from this. It'd be quite nice if he just went back out of the viewers' universe. Uh, or it's, it's it's not it's not supposed to be. But I would like him to go back to making these. Slightly foul-mouthed John Hughes movies that he made. Yeah, um, I, I, I just think, not make together again. But that's like a little. That's what people like to make it. Idea of yeah, but you know, a guy in his before is making a movie about um, guys in their early twenties being fuck ups. It don't work anymore. It's no. like, well, no, do you know what? Just movies about guys in their mid forties just things up you know I, I, I do think it gets a lot of shit but I do think he brings a lot of the shit that he gets on himself mm. uh, what was that the one that he did that was like complete uh, Red State I really like that I want to yeah. watch that uh, do you want to do another one Jack? No, you can do one I'll do one alright then <laughs> can I do can I kind of take an appell on one two three you can do whatever you like thank you yeah. uh, so we, we, we think we've we, 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 we spoken on the podcast taking appell on one two three but just randomly. I think you were talking about how much like to rewatch it. Yeah, cool. Mm. Right, we rewatched it. And it's remake of another very very strong movie, but a very it's. I've seen the original. It's different enough to stand it as its own kind of movie, I suppose. Is what to say there. It's also a very Tony Scott Tony Scott movie. I love Tony. There's a lot of Tony Scott in this yeah. movie. Um, for a start off as Denver Washington, so that's <laughs> always quite totally Scotty. Um, John Travolta's really, really fucking good in this movie. He is, once you get past the distracting way that he looks in it. But that's just John Travolta. He always looks a bit fucking weird. Yeah. Um, so the story of fucking Pelham 1, 2, 3, uh, John Travolta plays a character who quite literally takes the train Pelham 1, 2, 3 uh, and uses it. Um, as like a hostage bargaining tool but there's also something else going on in the background uh, Denzel Washington is the controller um, in the tower I suppose it would be control yeah. room 
Patrol. Yeah, uh, he's there. He's been demoted down to there from being one of the big wigs because they're suspecting him of um, taking a bribe to recommend certain trains. So he's the big wig doing that down there. Everyone thinks he's innocent, but all the evidence then supposed to him being being guilty. Uh, and you've kind of got Travolta being this angry guy. He was very angry at the fucking system, but seems quite intelligent and quite driven, but also a little bit unhinged. Uh, with it and it's standard Travolta it, yeah it, it's bad but that's the weird thing is when Travolta is bad he's really fucking bad yeah when he's busy but when he's good yeah. you're watching him for instance when we watched we watch Sawfish the week that's where we're going from so oh, when he's God. bad he's Swordfish and he's <laughs> with soul patch and that fucking odd hair <laughs> or he's the, the Punisher he's in that where he's still ridiculously entertaining but shit. <laughs> um, but then in, in this... He's a baddie in the Punisher, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, in this, he's, he's a bad guy, but he's really fucking charismatic and he gets to say the line, I know Ian is itching to say right now. Do it, Ian. Oh, no, I, I, I couldn't do justice to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so there's, there's, there's that and there's all this preposterousness within his character, but there's these great moments and then... Um, then you get the end scene and the oh, his end scene um, with Denzel Washington where they're on the bridge Denzel Washington is basically just shouting at those guys to come and help him because he doesn't want to shoot him and Travolta saying you're going to have to fucking shoot me because I am going to fucking prison and then he goes going, and Denzel Washington has to shoot him and he shoots him and you get that, there's a little break and then Travolta just couldn't, all spoilers all the time, but it's a movie that's nearly 10 fucking years old, so you should have watched it by now. And Travolta just looks at him and just says, You're my goddamn hero. Yeah. And then fucking dies. And in a movie that, is, that I think already is a very solid action kind of thriller, it then has that moment where you go, Ah, this, and this is what fucking Tony Scott does mm. in these type of movies with this type of genre and why he was the best at it. Mm. is he takes something that's really solid for the type of movie it is and he lifts it. That little fucking bit, mm. that little bit where he has a moment where you go, fucking hell, that's great. Mm. That's fucking chills. And that moment where he delivers that line is what is what made him so fucking good at these high-octane thrillers. Yeah. And it's what we've got. We've got somebody like Anton Foucault who's making like, the equaliser movie and things like that, he doesn't quite have that. He doesn't have that fucking punch. Whereas somebody... But he has And, you know, his mentor was Tony Scott. Mm. He doesn't quite seem to have that punch. Whereas if you take somebody like, like Joe Carnahan, for instance, another one of... Uh, by Tony Scott. Scott's Carhan has that fucking punch mm. that he can develop within a movie. We've seen it in movies like... Fucking A-Team has a punch like that in, in it. Uh, it's funny, it's something like that, yeah. but it, it, it has a fucking punch and it's yeah. smoking ace of the punch in it. Yeah. The entirety of the grey is a punch. Yeah. Um, it's, but yeah, I, I, I'm fucking... I messaged Ian after I watched it saying that I think Taking a Pelham 1, 2, 3 might be my favourite Tony Scott movie. That's wow. a fucking cool, that is. That is it cool. Is. And it is, and that's above Last Boy Scout, which I think is incredible, which again, Last Boy Scout has, has punched it. Yeah. And I, I just, it, it, it makes me look at it, 
But I fucking miss Tony Scott movies. Yeah. I really miss Tony Scott movies. We should do a Scott film. I, I would fucking, I, I'd happily just watch loads of Tony Scott movies. That's fine. Because, we have to come up with a better name for it. Um, Scott fuckhead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Work on that. So, Bex, did, did you enjoy Sacred Bones as much as I did? Yeah, it's. Do you know what? It's it's a great movie. I, th- I think I always forget until I'm actually watching it how good it is. It's it is really gripping. I love the fact that there's no redemption arc for Travolta's character. Yeah, he dies completely not regretting what he's done. He's mm. he's fine, with it and everyone pays their debt. Um, but I, I do get the feeling that he was glad he was killed by somebody that he kind of admired. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. In a way. But yeah, I think, I mean, and the two central performances are just absolutely rock solid, are they? Denzel yeah. Washington's fantastic in pretty much everything. Um, and and Travolta hit and miss though he is, this is a hit. So yeah, it's it's brilliant. And I don't, I always, whenever you, whenever you suggest that, like, eh, maybe. And then when we watch it, I was really interested. So yeah. Go on, uh, we've got two more to do if you pick one. Okay, I'll do this one because you're really excited about that one. <laughs> yeah. So we also watched uh, Nonstop with Liam Neeson, uh, which is a um, a film where he is playing a USM and he's got his pre-existing issues, but he's doing his job and, and collecting his paycheck, basically. He goes on, on a flight and then starts to get messages from somebody who is clearly on the plane because they they say things that they're seeing him do and, and stuff like that and he's trying to work out who it is and they're threatening to kill somebody every 20 minutes if $150 million isn't transferred into a specified bank account um, as it progresses all the evidence points to him being the hijacker that is essentially being set up um, the bank that they're giving them is in his name um, he ends up having to kill somebody after the 20 minutes because they pull a gun on him and it, it all starts to look like it's him to the outside world it looks like it's him that's that's hijacking the plane um, and yeah and things just kind of unravel from there don't they yeah. it turns out that it's actually somebody trying to lock the American public into rallying for their security measures, I guess, which is a really kind of boring motivation. Yeah. Um, because but, 9-11. But there's a cool bit where there's a gun in kind of like what we see with gravity <gasps> oh, and he's it and yeah, shoots something in there. Really, yeah, there's a bit where the plane goes down and the gravity like, is, is not there and the gun's floating and he grabs it and shoots. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, like, that is the movie. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Isn't Julianne Moore's hair fantastic? Ooh, it is. <laughs> Shoot, bang, dead. It, I, I didn't hate it though. It's, 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 it's flimsy and there's not a lot to it, but it's, it, it's, a, it's an enjoyable enough watch. And Julianne Moore's hair in it is fantastic. Have you seen this one? What, non stop? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's basically just the commuter on a plane, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, totally, it is. And it's the same director and the same star. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, that, that was it, non stop. It, it's fine. It's 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 fine. Um, and then the final, um, we watched sixty eight kill. Ian, have you seen sixty eight kill yet? No, no. I'm intrigued because I know you were talking on Twitter about it with someone, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yes, I, I, I was. So, um, 68 kill. Uh, directed by Hager, um, Matthew Gray, uh, and Anna Lynn McCord, and uh, some girl from, I'm told, 13 Reasons Why. Yes, is that correct? Yes. Yes, cool. Right. Um, so... Hello. Quite oh, yeah. formidable. You have it? Sorry, yeah, I just cut out for a second there. Oh, sorry. Uh, she and she's quite a she's quite a character, we'll say, quite a strong <laughs> personality. Yeah. And she is uh, her partner is Chip, played by my Greg Gruber. Uh, he's a little bit more soft spoken, a little bit more. Um, Still with a little bit under the film, and she's mental. Um, and she comes up with a quite because they're not making enough money because he seems to work cash in hand cleaning out uh, septic tanks and she comes up with a great plan that she's going to rob a guy that she fucks for money once a month for the rent for for $68,000 and he kind of goes along with this because basically she tells him he's got to Um, and then they, they get there she kills him and we start to find out that she's a little bit psychotic, isn't she? Yeah. She's fucking crazy. Um, and they end up taking on a hostage who happened to be to there as well to kill his wife. Yeah. And just all sorts of stuff happens. I won't go too much. That's literally the first 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, I won't go too much more because it, it's a very recent movie and it is available for Prime Um for free, and I'm assuming it'll be on Prime on Netflix in the US as well. Um, but it's mental, isn't it? It's mental, yeah. It's yeah. a lot of fun as well. You, you love a film with a crazy bitch. I love it. a film with a crazy bitch. <laughs> and the God is, it, 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 let's be honest, smoking fucking hot. Oh, um, <laughs> lots of frogs. Yeah. With a, with, it might have a box of frogs and all of them have got knives. Yeah. Taped to their hands. And you're just shaking it. And then you can drop the box out and go, I don't want to leave the line because that motherfucker's going to be fucking tortured. She makes some interesting choices as well. Oh, yeah, she makes some choices there. So, yeah, it's, it's a lot of fun. I had a great time with this movie. It reminded me a little bit of, uh, weirdly enough, um, the movie Wouldn't Scared, which was written and directed by Wayne Kramer. Mm. And I think Wayne Kramer wrote... Cut out here. Yeah, sorry, I, I, it uh, cut out on Wayne Kramer wrote. Wayne Kramer wrote uh, Mind Hunters. Yes, he did. Oh, bringing it back. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it, it did. Six Eight Club remind me remind me a lot of, of Running Scared in the sense that it, it's just this movie where just more and more random weird shit just keeps getting fucking piled on top of this poor fucking guy who. It is just trying to do one simple thing and everything just keeps getting worse for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's a lot of fun. It is also, it's a lot of fun and it's 95 minutes long. Do you know, it kind of reminded me of, just vibe-wise. What? You know the babysitter when it all kicks off and she goes fully mental? Yes. That. It does have a bit of vibe, actually, yeah. yeah. So yeah, uh, so the, that's what we've uh, watched this week. Very good. 
Um, right, so uh, we do have some questions, and we also have some answers to the question that we put out. So, give me two seconds. Da, 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 da. That was it. We got a question earlier from uh, Thomas Dejar, uh, the not so Tom Dejar. Um, which director would you like to see do a Netflix original? Um, I'm just thinking of which director would I like to basically have a, a budget that he sets to do a story where Netflix will go, we're going to give you this much money, just make a movie and walk away from it. Mm. and allow that that person make the movie they want to make do you know what I came up with one in there for it. I think you've actually done one already what hang on hang on Ian you got one hmm no he hasn't Park Chan hmm. what Park Chan do I mean that I don't know what are you, you thinking of wait a minute I'm trying to think of who, who I'd like to see just given that that kind of freedom to just make something a bit bonkers. Yeah, perhaps I'm what? Oh boy. Yeah. I'd like to see him do something with less restrictions. And I don't think more. he has restrictions, does he? Yeah, but it's like more accessible, easy to watch. Yeah. I could see that. Well, more uh, immediate. Wasn't Handmaiden, wasn't that an Amazon film, or is that just a bit on Prime? Uh, I, don't think, I don't think it was an Amazon Studios. Not. Um, hmm. Fuck it. I, 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 all right. I'm, I'm gonna go for. An, an, I'll slay out left field one. I'd like to see Netflix give give David Lynch a hundred million dollars and say, David, you want to make a movie? I ain't really got out part of. If I give you a hundred million dollars, what movie would you make? And then just go, hmm, and, and just fucking run off and make something for a hundred million dollars because it'd probably be shit, but it'd be wonderful to look at. A drip madness. It would be madness. I'm really sad that David Lynch doesn't make films anymore. Yeah, it is quite sad. But yeah, they're, they're mine. Like, boring, I know, but David Lynch. Yeah, I don't know. Like... I'd like to see Werner Herzog do a documentary TV series on Ooh. Netflix. O- on what? Fucking anything. Anything. Yeah. That Cable Forgotten Dreams was amazing. I, I could just watch him talk about anything. Okay. Butterfly, carpets, whatever. Flat pack furniture. Could you could oh flat pack furniture? <laughs> a series. Right? Oh That's my god. <laughs> Werner Herzog literally Werner Herzog has an apartment and he walks into it, there's cameras everywhere, and he's just got to assemble a load of IKEA furniture. You watch that. I fucking would watch the shit out of that. That would be pretty I think good. That would be the most tragically beautiful thing that has ever happened. But I reckon all of that furniture would get made. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. But, it, but it, he, That's my revised answer. He'd tell a weird <laughs> fucking story about it. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, the history of the design and, yeah, but and the guy make, who made it. He'd make it all up. Yeah, but but he'd say it in his Werner Herzog way where you go, oh, like, I can't believe he just knows all this shit and yeah. he's just fucking making it up. No, it's all true. Werner Herzog says it. it is. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm thinking like the thing is, Joe Carnahan's got some sort of production deal with Netflix. So. Uh, War Party Films, I think, have got. I think the next two movies are coming out with Netflix. I think. Yeah. Production company's got with Gorilla. Does that count as a Netflix original? Though? Yeah, because Netflix basically, essentially, are paying the production company, like, like Happy Madison. Yeah. 
okay. Yeah, because like Wheelman was was pretty was pretty good. Um, mm. Shit. They've got what's the, the next one coming up? Boss level is the next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With um, with Frank Grillo and I believe Mel Gibson's in that one. Fucking hell. Um, the, the thing is, it's like you could say like S. Craig Zala, but then like that motherfucker did Bone Tomahawk and selling block uh, uh, brawl and sell block ninety nine. So like, no one's yeah. telling him what to do. No, no <laughs> telling him what to do. No. Um, uh, yeah, I, could, I, I can see what you're saying with that. God, I genuinely don't know. I mean, like, shit, if it was, like, 30 years ago, I'd say Dario Argento, like... Yeah. Give him unfettered creative control and $30 million and just see what the fuck he comes up with. You look at it going, you know... And before I probably say, like, Duncan Jones, but then he made mute. He made mute, yeah. Yeah. And there's that... um, uh, Bong Joon-ho made Ocha. Yeah. Uh, I know we say it a lot on here, but Netflix is doing some really fucking cool shit in amongst all of the shitty fucking nightmare comedies. Yeah, people people focus too much on the crap and and don't sift out the, the great yeah. stuff that's actually come out. Yeah. You know, the game was, was yeah. one that's was fucking that? fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, right, next question... I'm just going through these in order. Uh, so I asked the question of um, because because Terror Street was if you built one of the scariest movies there, and if you find it scary, it's cool. You know, things. So I asked the audience what what scared what scared them. Uh, Maxwell Hubbard uh, at Maxwell Hubbard. Uh, the final of the Blair, which uh, made my blood run cold. Genuine fear. I'd also add paranormal activity for duration. When I was an American werewolf in London, far too young to watch that. Which um, <laughs> one? first watch it is scary yeah, like what people scary. say it's um, been ruined in hindsight though uh, Paul of uh, Punter uh, zero one of <laughs> says showgirl Steve <laughs> nice. uh, Dixon at the great SD what are your top five horror films of all time oh Christ I couldn't I couldn't come up with, I couldn't come up with a top five I'm sorry that would take me too long it would me uh, my highlights though deep red yeah. Um, Can um, Peaks Fire Walk with me? Oh, you, these are all mine. Um, so they, 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 I put my top three. That's great. Not one of mine, not bad. <laughs> no. um, it's not even one of mine. I love it, but. Yeah, they're, they're my top three. I'll probably throw Halloween in there because I love Halloween. Um, um, yeah, Halloween just for its cultural influence, I would say. I, I, I really enjoy Halloween. Yeah, so. yeah. Fuck yeah. uh, it, she's wearing skeleton key. Oh, <laughs> I do like skeleton key. You can't, you can't look at the voodoo movie. <laughs> There's Angel Heart, that's a horror, right? Psychological horror. Yeah. Yeah, Angel Heart, fuck it, there we go. Nice. Okay, so there's actually some more answers. Oh, wait, 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 Ian. Have you got any, any notable mention for Ian? If you can't do five, just throw a couple out. Well, shit, I mean, Texas Chainsaw, Suspiria, Evil Dead, just... um, The Shining, The Thing. Um, yeah, how many was that? That was five, wasn't it? Five, yeah. 
Yeah, there you go. Not not necessarily in that order, but there you go, five. They were the first five that came to my head. Okay, so we've got some other answers to um to the question that we asked on Twitter about Oh lovely, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That Mark decided to just like I wasn't I was going through them in order, look. Yeah, but you you're doing it not in order because you, you didn't filter. There was no filter. I don't need to do filters. Okay, so we've also got uh, Steve Dixon at the Great SD Martyrs, um, which is oh, okay. People hoping. I'm going to. Which is a good shout. Saying Martyrs left me pretty disturbed. A horrifying concept in a film that was really well made. I think the films that can scare without cheap jump scares are better. Kill List, Original Wicker Man, Hostel, and Psycho Two are other good ones. I had to think about Martyrs because you didn't find it scary, did you? No. It didn't freak you out at all. No. Ian, did Martyrs freak you out? Uh, yeah, just because I thought it was graphically intense. Yeah, I, it really fucking like freaked out. Like, I, I, it, it, it stuck with me for a long time. Really. Mm-hmm. The weird thing is, I think that's one of the odd movies that just affects guys more than it affects girls. Maybe. Because I, I've never seen a, a girl come out and say that it's, it's really fucking scary, but a lot of guys seem to have a very much a fuck. Oh, that fucking freaks me the fuck out. <laughs> the whole the whole purpose behind why they uh, were doing it all is a really fucking weird, yeah. creepy idea. And the I way just, that film ends as well, bloody hell! I like it. I didn't. I mean, I didn't dislike it. I really liked the movie. You just didn't get me. It's fucking horrible. You did. You just didn't freak me out as much as you. <laughs> uh, okay, so real jack. F1970 says there are probably scarier but event and really got under my skin especially the footage from the original crew that was a really good shout actually in the mm. direct where you see the oh, I'm not gonna it yeah thing. when you see the extended sort of I original crew think footage there's some I think there probably is probably I think there is, is. Yeah. I'm pretty sure there is Horizons is a great film yeah really good film probably be in my, in my top 10 maybe yeah maybe not top 10 um, Rick Kidd at Rick J Kidd. My first viewing of The Exorcist at a midnight showing at uni. I was 17 and a bit drunk. During the projection, in front felt a bit sick and spewed off the balcony onto the people below. If I wasn't freaked out, <laughs> if I wasn't freaked out enough before, I was after that. Yeah, you don't want to people in with you watching The Exorcist. Do you? Uh, that, that, that's some fucking art installation shit going on there, isn't it? <laughs> um, We've got a few more. Christopher Martin at Strashig. Seeing Ghostwatch as it went out live on a fuzzy portable TV. Oh, fucking hell, Ghostwatch. Don't get me started on Ghostwatch. I wasn't allowed to watch that. I'd shit myself. (laughs) (laughs) It was fucking terrifying. My sister was allowed to watch it because she was there, but I was never allowed to, I wasn't allowed to watch it. I don't think they showed it subsequently for ages. No, I scared the fucking nugget out of me that day. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Because they were billing it as being real, weren't they? Yeah, oh yeah. Love to have watched that. Um, Vishnu at Zombivish. Yep. At most scary, but not genre. Jesus camp. Ooh. That shit made my missus want to burn something down. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Not seen it, but want to check it out now. Uh, genre wreck. Oh, wreck is a good yeah, show. Exactly. Fucked with me in the cinema. Blair Witch on VHS at home in the basement. Oh, on my own. That's a hell of a way to Blair Witch. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but wreck. That's a really good shout. That's, that's a fantastic set of films, actually. I really like all of the Wreck movies. Mm. Oh, wow. Uh, well, they are, though. Two, uh, out of, two out of four ain't bad. 
Hot air bad. Which, hang on, which, which ones are there? The first, got the first wreck, two, man. And you've got Wreck Wedding and Wreck Cruise Ship. I don't even remember the cruise one. I really like wedding. Re- no. Even a hot chicken and wedding dress with a chainsaw can't make She's fucking badass. I'm putting a sesame else then. <laughs> Let's leave that one alone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I really like Rack. Um, Ian, have you got one you want to add um, to the answers? No, no, other than the, the, the stuff I've already said, I mean, like, Jesus Christ, The Shining really shit me up when I was a kid. Event Horizon did as well. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, I would have been, like, I think I was, like, 14, 15 the first time I saw that. Um, you know, shit, I mean, Seven did back in the day as well. So, like, yeah. for just oppressive, like, real-feeling horror, fuck. Ugh. Yeah, good show. Um... Mark? What? Have you got an answer to add to this thread? No. <laughs> uh, we've got another question then. Oh, okay. Go on then. Um, so, we've got another question as well. Uh, what was the last film that was dubbed the scariest, the most explosive, the new whatever, ever since blah? Word of mouth hyperbole you care to think of that actually lived up to the hype? This is, again, um, from Rick Kidd, at Rick J Kidd. Uh, for me, The Witch. I know, Mark, I know... For me, the witch. I'm trying to think. Horror that I really liked. The last horror that I really liked. Fucking hell, that's difficult. The last recent heights horror that I uh, that I ended up really liking was probably it, but it wasn't that scary. Yeah, I could say it, it, it's most. I, I really got on with it quite well. Mm-hmm. I think uh, when they, when they're saying hype horror, is it kind of like like a kind of yeah. more of an indie kind of festivaly indie. kind of thing? Well, I, th- I think they've all been all the ones that have been the best or the most scary since. They've all been disappointing. Recently, obviously, we've got Tree Broker was the scariest thing you're ever going to see. That was kind of shit. Oh God, yeah. Oh yeah. You know, it follows, it's shit, Babadook, shit. Well, I suppose would make yeah, me yeah. Uh, uh, probably the... It wasn't as good but as... But anyway, the build has been, oh my God, the most scary thing you've ever seen. It was always just, actually, this is a really good horror movie, everyone should watch it. And it was really hyped, but it was never hyped as, oh my God, you're not going to be able to watch it to the end. Then mm. live up to it. Yeah, that's, that's it. I can't think of any, really. Not like that, no, I think because... I've said this in the podcast previously when we talked about horror mainstream horror I think has been stronger than indie horror for yeah. like four or five years now the the most sort of film that I've watched that's actually really sort of scared me at points would probably be Insidious Last Key and that never got billed as being the scariest bar or the best no because they don't really. because it's mainstream is it the more mainstream yeah. the more mainstream I'm trying to think of if, if I was anything a, a, a Fright Fest that, that, that fucking jumped out and grabbed me. Mm. Um, that, that I'm forgetting. They're probably that I'm forgetting, mm. but there's nothing obviously that's left that much of an impression. Really. No, no. Uh, in terms of for, for, for kind of like for indie horror, they just need to stop billing stuff as the most you'll ever see. Yeah, you'll be able just... to sit through it because it just they always end up just with on Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I, I think um, Sinister, for instance, which yeah is now built like a, a mainstream one. But since when we saw that at, uh, at Fright Fest, that fucking freaked me out a little bit. It's an excellent film, isn't it? So see, that's, that's an example of a, of a film doing jump scares well. 
that bit where he's walking through the house and all the kids are just kind of around him, that bit where it pans out and she's just stood looking over his shoulder, that fucking got me when I first watched it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know if that really answered the question. No, but, yeah. that was that was another question <laughs> and our question we that we that we there. Um, so uh, I think that's the coming to the end of this show. Uh, Ian, what we're we covering next week? Uh, Ocean's Eight, is it? I think it is Ocean's Eight. Yes, I'm I'm looking forward to Ocean's Eight. Yeah, because it looks fun. Yeah, but the the the, the, the bit that is worrying me. Is he's now out and nobody is talking about yeah, it? Nobody is like, talking about now. Ocean's Eight. Yeah, and it, it, and the only reason I can think why nobody's talking about it is because nobody wants to pull their head above the parapet and go, "It's a bit shit this," because mm-hmm. they don't want to get told. Oh, you just don't like it because it's girl. There you go. Um, see, this is this. Young boy, these views that we catch. Yeah, but I probably actually won't like it just because it's girls. I don't like talking; it bothers me. Whereas I might like it because it's girls. But it's Kate fucking Blanchett. Yeah, she's a dick and she's a voice anything, but she is quite a she is quite a fox mama. I, 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 I like I like me some Blanchett. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to that. I like Sandra Bullock. See, I'm only looking forward to it because I like Sandra Bullock, and I, I, I quite like seeing singers be in stuff when they're not like singing. Right? Yeah. I'm quite, I'm quite, I like to, I quite like to in Battleship, or I quite liked Battleship, and she was in it. It amused me that she was in it. I like, I like the novelty value of the Rihanna's in it. Battleship, literally a film where literally the entire world has forgotten exists. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Battleship. You leave it alone. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to lie, but I'll give it a go because it's on DB. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm still kind of looking forward to it, to be honest. I like a caper movie. Yeah. You also like shit movies, so if it's shit, you probably really Yeah, like. I am. I'm actually very guilty of that one. <laughs> uh, freely admit that way, like a fucking badge of honour. Um, so, yeah, uh, that was episode 260. Um, DudeMonkey.com, at DudeMonkey, at DudeMonkey, at Ian Loring, at Follows followers on Instagram, doing the monkey, uh, or then follow our other Instagram that we've got. You can all find them from doing the monkey one. Uh, if you want to follow us personal on Instagram, that's that's cool. Uh, if you follow us personally, see the foster side of this. There is just loads of pictures of food. So food. it is just a lot of it's good food porn. Yeah. It's good food it, porn. Yeah, um, and uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel um, where there's going to be. Um, Midway through my World Cup, well, not even midway, I'm at the group stages of my World Cup campaign. You haven't even got out of the fucking group stage. We played two games, I've qualified. Useless. It's fucking useless. I beat our 1-0. 1-0, done. Well, 1-0. <laughs> Who yep. were you playing at? England. Oh. After oh, I yeah, arrived as, yeah. uh, as, as Nigeria, then forgot to save it. Oh, you Wally. I know. <laughs> Could you not have made a more interesting choice than that? Probably, but I, I explained in the U. Chose England, so if they want to know why I did that, then they can watch the YouTube. Because you like to torture yourself a little bit. <laughs> Very good. And you found out which, which which player I described as being a bit too Brexity. For me. Yeah, you did bring it on though. I did, but I felt bad about it. Yes. So yeah. Yes, that is it. Episode sixty. Thank you very much for listening, guys. Uh, we shall speak to you next week. Uh, Bye. Bye. I feel the funk black.
there's a country show that reads postal barrels. There's a strike in the line of cops outside of the mill. There's a right to obey and a right to kill. There's a mass without roots. There's a prison to fill. There's a country show that reads postal bills. There's a strike in the line of cops outside of the mill. There's a right to obey and there's a right to kill.